Hey. Hey. Okay. okay. You dummies, listen to me. You dummies, ready? Corey, stop being dumb. For once in your life. Okay. You guys need to somehow all get on the same phone call. And what's happening? Is that Josh talking in the background? Are you guys about ready to three-way each other? On the phone? What? Yeah, what else would it Yes, that is what I said. Why are you repeating what I said? I just said it. Do you guys have all the wires and mics and stuff that you're supposed to have? Because it sounds like you don't have anything figured out. There's that classic Corey responsibility. Okay, well, you guys try to mess with uh, microphones and wires and stuff. Literally goes on for like another 25 minutes. So anyway, mm-hmm. let's just get to it. Okay, let me, um, I gotta find that dumb picture of you guys real quick. Um, every time you slam the cup down, it picks it up, Corey. Corey's putting his beer bottle down, I'll put it down and it's really, quietly. That is really loud. That's my bad. Yeah, Corey, you definitely want to make sure if you're going to set your beer bottle down it over there, Corey, that it's the very delicately. I, I will from now on. That is my mistake. I didn't even think about that. Okay, okay well, um, welcome to the Homeless Romantic Podcast episode. Uh, actually, I don't know because I don't keep track. Um, we have two very unspecial guests today. I know normally when you talk about whatever you say they're special guests but in this case they're not they're just my regular old friends normal friends from ohio i grew up with okay well okay so first up we have uh my best friend best uh dude you could ask for as a friend pretty much uh he was the best man at my wedding before she cheated on me with a little redneck hobbit man and i was the best man in his wedding which actually you know what, we should clear this up right now, Josh, because there's kind of was a little bit of a discrepancy about me being best man in your wedding. Not really, but our other friend, John Owen, claimed that you hired him as, I guess, like, well, he thought you hired him as, like, the co-best man. Like, he was also the best man, but I think what you really did was you hired him as the second best man, as in, like, second place best man. Do you just want to clear that up right now, officially on air? I mean, the situation was. I mean, I wanted to make you guys both happy, and I well, also. Well, Josh, but I mean, also I did kind of selfishly. Can you imagine, like, if my best man got sick for my wedding and I didn't have one? So really, you guys were being used by me just so my wedding would go well. No, no, no. I get that. That's actually the whole point of it. But what? And so, but what you are saying was John Owen was backup best man. And let me say this real quick. Yes, uh, we don't ever hang out or really ever talk, and I moved all the way across the country, and we don't even live in the same state, but you know what I didn't do, which is something a real friend would never do, and that's become Canadian, which is what John Owen did, so I just want to make sure I point that out, because who's really the who's really the better friend here? That's true. We're not even in the same nationality anymore. How can you relate? So I think let's just officially say, obviously, I was the regular best man, and John Owen uh, just was confused, and he was second place best man. Gotcha. And should I say hi? I'm um, Josh Conley. No. Okay. It's too late for that. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Next up, uh, we have Corey Graham, which, like I said, he's uh, like Josh Conley, but the opposite. Um, And honestly, Corey, I don't even know where to start with you because, I mean, you stabbed me and I had a bunch of stitches when I hardly even knew you, ruined my vacation. Um, That is, yeah, that happened. And it yeah, one you time, tried to steal my face. One time, though. Only one time. It's That's a lot. That's way too many times. Then, <laughs> you tried to steal my family, even though you knew they didn't like me that much already. And you dated my sister, even though I told you not to, because I knew you all just break up. So, I don't even... <laughs> okay. Well, I want to go, I I mean, I wanna go back to right this, we- this wedding thing, though, because I don't know if you remember whenever, whenever you had a wedding... You made me go park the cars, which is actually, like, away from everybody at the wedding. <laughs> so, like, I wasn't even around... <laughs> 
anybody. Yeah, you weren't at. <laughs> that's right. You I weren't was at your wedding, wedding, but I wasn't like at your wedding. Corey, isn't that what I made you do too? At my wedding. <laughs> well, no, you made me walk your Corey, down the you aisle. Ever... I don't know why. Like, see, that's all I remember doing there. Okay. Well, Corey, you ever think it's maybe because you friggin' stabbed me? <laughs> Dude, I thought you were. Really I thought you were past case. that. Like, I remember I laughed about it a lot when it happened. <clears throat> you didn't. You didn't really laugh, uh-huh. like on the outside. But I, I knew, in, like, when you went, were at the hospital getting stitches, you were laughing on the on the inside. Luke, didn't that ruin okay. your vacation? Okay, we're gonna. It did. We're gonna come back to that in a minute, Josh. Let's go back to you for a second. Okay. Um. We've been friends way longer, and I, I don't actually know kind of how, how or when we started hanging out. I think um, our families knew each other because we were both weird homeschoolers, and you lived, like, right around the corner from me. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember when we started hanging out every day at 3.30 after Yu-Gi-Oh. I think that was, like, eighth grade. How did that happen? Do you remember how that happened? Um, was it because of Mr. Bland and mowing his grass where I got paid more than you? Your old grumpy ex-Navy neighbor that yeah, yeah. would yell at us that while we did work for him? Yeah, was that, was that where uh, it really started, or was that before it, too? No, I think we were hanging out before that, and that's why we, I started helping you. Um, and that's also when we had kind of a lot of money, <clears throat> and we'd spend it all on candy every day. But, um, yeah, I don't really know when we actually started hanging out. Probably, like, eighth grade or something. We'd pretty much hang out every day. Yeah. And we'd just walk <clears throat> down the... I'd, we'd would walk down the train tracks, um, just like a dashboard confessional song, and then meet up and then hang out. And yeah, I don't know. We'd do a bunch of weird stuff because your house has all kinds of weird stuff. We'd shoot bows and arrows and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but we used to go. Remember to... one time? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, I remember one time, uh, you were, it was your idea, because I think you had done it before, but we were shooting flaming arrows, which is actually really fun. No, if you haven't already done it, whoever's listening. Although, we were shooting flaming arrows at night, and one time we shot our arrows up, and they both went out. And we were shooting them pretty much straight up. <laughs> I remember that being uh, I vaguely remember that, but I remember as more, more crisply shooting at, I think, gallons of uh, gasoline in milk jugs with flaming arrows. Yeah, we were... We weren't very smart. <laughs> no, sure. I'm pretty sure we got pretty close because we were also really bad shots. Mm. You know what? Yeah, that probably saved our life. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, Josh, you and me have been pretty good friends over the years, even though we don't hang out, we don't talk to each other, and we don't live in the same state now. Um, we've never really gotten in any, like, real fights. Um, I do remember being mad at you one time. Uh, when you hit my sister with your motorcycle and broke all her ribs and basically <laughs> ruined her figure skating career. <clears throat> she probably was about to go to the na- the Nationals in the hey. Grand Tournament. Hey, hey, all right. She would have never met Derek. Corey, Corey, um, Corey, you can giggle all you want because we have, I have some bones to pick with you anyways. <laughs> uh, dude, I've been nothing but... Good to you. This is a this is a friend other. roast, isn't it? You're gonna roast this no. on your podcast. This is all this has been so far. <laughs> just telling us how how crappy we've made your life. Baby, I'm just well, yeah. I'm just trying to paint a picture here and describe some of the um, uh, some of the uniqueness of our relationship. Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean. Yeah, we'd hang out and we'd uh, ride bikes in our town and the cops would always hassle us for no reason because we never did anything bad. We actually were pretty much perfect kids. Would you agree with that, Josh? Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I, bet, I bet the cops were confused because we'd be hanging out during school hours because we were cool homeschoolers. That's not my thought. Probably. Um, who knows? You, Corey. I kind Okay, I actually do remember when we kind of met you. Um, you had, like, basically, like, translucent skin, and you looked kind of like you were dying, and I didn't really know you, uh, because you were, you were friends with my, my brother-in-law, yeah. right? That's yeah. basically how I met you, right? Yeah, I was friends with Derek. Yeah. Wait, wait. I don't know what was happening. Let me bring up something real quick, just, just because I want to, yeah. I want to say this. We would have never known Corey 
if I wouldn't have broke your sister's ribs with the motorcycle because she met him at the Walmart because she couldn't do anything else except go shop at Walmart. And that's how those two right, met. That's right, that's right. Then we met Corey. So Luke is... Be, I mean, yes. Josh actually keyed to our threesome friendship here. Uh, sort of, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess because, like you're saying, she probably would have been a rich, famous Olympic figure skater if you hadn't run over her with your motorcycle. Yeah, and your whole family would have been, so, like, really, really happy and, like, like just... They would have had, like, financially... Fi- they would have all been financially free for the rest of their lives if, like, Josh hadn't done that. Oh, yeah. But on the, My life but on the other hand, you, you guys would not have been friends with me if, uh, if, he didn't, if, if he didn't do that. Okay, Corey, I feel like you're sort of trying to say that's, like, a trade-off or something. That's actually a huge I... downside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you realize that. You no, know I, mean, I feel like... I feel like, so- I mean, like, you can only get so much for money... Well, like if you go back and think about all the uh, like all the experiences that we've had together that's enriched your life in like so many ways, like you know probably what? uncountable ways. Yeah. Let's talk about some of those real quick. We'll just you're right. Let's revisit some of those so I can be reminded of how more amazing my life was because you were in it. Mm-hmm. Well, what I was about to say earlier is I didn't really know you. You were friends with my brother-in-law, although I think I was dating your sister at the time, but I still didn't really know you. <laughs> And I don't know what you were doing or why, but you ended up stabbing me in the hand with a box cutter, and I had to get, like, I don't know, eight stitches or something stupid. And it was the day before we were going on my family's, like, yearly beach vacation, and you were coming, too, for some reason, because of my brother-in-law, I guess. And so, yeah, you stabbed me. I had to be in the ER at, like, four in the morning. I couldn't get in the ocean for the first half of it. Was that, was that the first um, time I do you ever remember... been to the ocean? <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, because I, mean, I feel like that was no, probably... No, I bet... That wasn't your first time. Okay, he didn't ruin that experience. That's good. Sorry, continue. Um, it, it wasn't, but it was the first time that year. Yeah. Um, well, hang on. Well, I, I want to go back to me stabbing you, though, because you actually... I had a box knife in my hand, and like I was like, hey, man, like joking around, and just kind of like fake slash at you, where I was like four feet away from your body, and for some reason you went to like slap at me at the same time, like to block it, and some like gay defense move, and you actually, you actually hit the box cutter. Like, so like you were actually, uh, you yeah. actually I mean, were the... I, I mean, I gotta go with Corey on this one, because you tried to defend yourself against somebody with a knife by swatting your hand at them. Mm-hmm. You know what it was? I feel like I that, was, just that was, together. like, I've never even thought about it that way, but that was super <laughs> stupid on your part. Well, wait, wait, Corey, Luke. Uh, you something. know what it honestly was, and Josh, I think you'll agree with me on this, I kind of just clicked. I went into basically hero mode reflexes because basically, <laughs> Corey, you were being a terrorist. And this, I don't know what year this was, but obviously it was post 9-11, and I see some crazy looking dude with a box cutter, I just immediately kind of go into yeah. save everybody mode. <laughs> That's just kind of who I it am was, naturally. But it, honestly, it was only me and you there. Like, we were the only people, though. So, like, who were you, who were you trying to save? I didn't know who else might have been kind of in the vicinity, though. And I didn't want to risk that. Well, we were in your, we were, like, in your, in your, like, your garage and your family wasn't there. So, it's just, like, me and you at all. Probably in, like, the, you know, there's probably, like, no one else Again, in, like, like, like half mile in any when, direction. You just were kind of fitting that stereotype, and so it was just it was my instincts to just kind of jump into action. I, okay, I do remember sorry, one thing. I probably should feel bad about this, um, but I don't. But we went to the beach, and well, here's the thing: you, I don't agree with you on how the whole thing went down, <laughs> because we all know that you're not very coordinated, um, and so whatever. So we get to the beach and. You're not very good on anything that's like a board sport, and I had brought these skim boards, and you decided that you were going to try to use this skim board and skim out to the wave. And you run, you throw the board down, you jump on, and you slip out and fall on your face like instantly. And um, you actually, I think, knocked yourself out. Yeah. I, remember just, yeah. I remember just looking out to the ocean. There's a big wave about to come and crash on you, and you weren't moving. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then my brother-in-law was like, oh, no, he's not moving. we got to save him. And I still hesitated, to be honest. And like I said, I know I should probably feel bad about that, but I actually don't at all. And I do remember several times I actually tried to seek revenge and stab you back, but 
I chickened out last minute. <laughs> I don't even know if you're aware of some of them, but no, well, yeah, I d- definitely. I, I was... definitely the one time, like uh, <laughs> when I started dating when your I sister. You with the sword. When I started, when I started dating your sister, and you chased me around the house with a pair of scissors, for uh, yeah, mm. and like I'm pretty sure, like you, I think I feel like at the time I felt like you were actually going to kill me. Like I was, uh, I was scared for my life a little bit. But, um, yeah, well, I'm a pretty intimidating guy, so that makes sense. I mean, I think I was... I want to go, like, I want to go as far as you being intimidating, as far as just, like, like you have a sharp object in that's your hand, and you say. could possibly fall on to me. That's what, <laughs> okay, that's just what most people say when they're, like, using things to describe me. Well, it was also probably because I was a little fed up with you at that time, because, well, like I mentioned earlier, you tried to steal my family, um, you... Did a bunch of other stuff. I kept finding you were just, my mom's and sister's underwear in your laundry for some reason. I, 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 I want to say this. I want to say this first off. Um, I think your mom planted those underwear in there for whatever reason. I have no idea. I don't know what her purpose was, but she put those in my laundry. <laughs> totally. Okay, that seems kind of unlikely, but keep going. Nah, um, I, don't, I just feel like that, that's all I have to say about that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Also, to top it all off, and this is probably one of the worst things you've ever done with me, like to me, worse than stabbing me, worse than uh, getting me almost kicked out of my own house to make room for you. Well, you didn't, you didn't really appreciate worse. your, uh, you didn't appreciate your family, so I, I got to go there. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not really true. We're just gonna keep moving on. But you also borrowed my iPod though. Asking one time that made me very angry. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I don't remember that. Wait, yeah. Luke, remember when really, Corey I... single-handedly destroyed all your games on your Xbox? <laughs> I mean, I know right now we don't care about it so much because we're adults and mature, but that, but that was your was, that was your yeah, childhood that, right there almost. That that was big. yeah. I mean, uh, that was actually kind of a big deal at the time. Yeah, again, in my defense, I played with a lot more than you did. I used all your stuff way more than you did. So like that your hurt me. Family, like, your that hurt room, me a lot more. Yeah, your Xbox. I slept way more in the room okay. than you did. I was way at the house way more. I ate way more of the food at your house than you did. Hung out with your family way more. Yeah. They loved me way yeah, more. Yeah, well, that, you make a good point, and that's probably all of them, why. All of your family loved me way more than they loved you. Like, all of every I know, single I know, Corey. Because in, in your family. You remember, you remember your when. Your loved me a lot. Oh, gosh. You remember when that. my sister, listen to me, listen to me. You, you for some reason moved into my house with me and my mom and my stepdad, and my and there was an extra room at the time, because my sister is living overseas, and my mom sat us both down one day in the living room and was like, "Hey, so your sister Lydia is moving back home, so she's going to move into that bedroom. So one of you guys has to move out." And of course, I'm like. One of us guys, we're talking about. There's this mooch, and there's your actual son. And my mom's like, I don't know, I don't know. You guys figure it out, <laughs> which is pretty ridiculous. So, what did you do, Corey? What did you do? You threw all your clothes just on the floor in my tiny little teddy bear little kid room that I was living in, and you just slept on the floor in my room. And this already wasn't really going well, but living together, and we also worked the same construction job at the time. We were like, what were we, like 19 or something? Yeah, that's about right. We ended up really hating each other. And I remember me and Josh actually came up with this fantastic plan to kind of prank mm-hmm. you because I was just kind of fed up with you living in my room. I just wanted to do it. And so uh, <laughs> I know how to sew because I was, I was raised by all women on a farm, obviously. And so we decided, since you just threw your laundry in a pile in my in my room, we were gonna go buy a bunch of used thrift store underwear and then sew them to the inside of your underwear, not like regular underwear, like old lady underwear and like stuff like that. And I I made Josh go into the thrift store to get the underwear, yeah. and he bought a, a pretty nice spread, nice variety, sixteen dollars worth, like twenty bucks worth, yeah, twenty to twenty to sixteen, one of those two. Yeah. Do you remember what? You came out and you said that the checkout lady, because you were buying like old lady underwear and like I think little kid underwear and like thongs and stuff. Um, so she's like ringing all this up and she bags up the underwear and she just looks at you and says, Well, I hope they last you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. She probably just was like, 
I don't know. This was the same thrift store, though, that uh, had a, like, two-thirds used jumbo box of condoms it for did. sale that with was... a handwritten note. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want these gently used condoms. It had a handwritten note. It was a hundred-pack, and it was missing quite a few. I mean, they were still sealed, most of them. What, what did the note say? Oh, I think it said, like, still 40 left. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's kind of yeah. It's exciting, I guess. I think it was. I guess it depends on how much they wear, but but <laughs> my thought on that is, if you have to buy your condoms half used from the thrift store, uh, you probably don't deserve to be to be slamming it with anybody. So, I mean, I feel like if uh, if you have to buy them half used from the thrift store, it's probably better that you don't procreate then. So I, I do prefer that you use condoms. Huh? No, see, I'm a, I'm okay, a. That's an, I mean, I see what you're saying. Well, I'm a thrifty person, guys, and I mean, if anybody should can't be procreating, pass, classic Josh can't pass it, up a deal. Yeah, if you, if anybody <laughs> should be procreating, it should be the people that are being thrifty, because they're gonna be possibly making some babies and they're gonna need that money, um, to uh, to feed them. So. Yeah. See, I don't even know what to believe anymore, to be honest, because. <laughs> Uh, I think out of all three of us, we'd all agree with this, that Josh, um, we wouldn't have expected for you to be sort of the most adult and responsible <laughs> because you were always kind of the most irresponsible of the yeah. three of us. Yeah. The undealt like. And, um, yeah. And so it is kind of funny now that you have, how many kids? You're about to have three. I'm about kids. to have three. I got two right now. I got a little girl. She's just over a year, and then I got a little boy, who's uh, three years old. So, yeah. And it just still seems horrible. like you should. It sounds horrible. <laughs> hey. Wait. I, for for me, like that? for me, like that would that sounds like the worst life ever. But for you, I get that it works. I mean, like it's your. Like I'm not saying. Well, it just what? doesn't. Y'all are giggling like a like two little schoolgirls <laughs> who are also who are also high on Mary J. Wanda. Now here's the thing: if we're giggling like schoolgirls, it goes exactly with the photo that I hope is going to be on this podcast. I don't know if you can do your yeah. Little thumbnails. I, did po- I already posted. Yeah, you yeah. Can, it does pretty much sum us up. It, it does. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't. That, I think that that photo, if you go to the at homeless romantic podcast Instagram, it's on there. Um, I think that photo, actually, we're wearing, like, these weird vintage, like, Beach Boy swim trunks, like, real short ones, because mm. I think that was right before we went on this trip. No, hey, um, this like, is whenever uh, whenever it flooded up by Josh Vanna's house, and we went treading through that nasty, feet, uh, infected sewage water that backed up to, like, save people's yeah, lives. Yeah, that's not a very interesting, that's not a very cool story. No, it's not. <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay, Josh, Josh, who am I, who am I? Hey, let me tell this story about how we waded through some water. <laughs> yeah, Corey, that's really stupid. Who do you stupid. think that? <laughs> that yeah, no, yeah. Gonna, he's gonna that was me being, that's me being you, Corey. That's what you sound like right now. My bad. I don't I even know how podcasts like work, but if you have subscribers, you probably just lost five by hearing Corey say that. Um, I forgot to mention five, at the top of though. But he probably doesn't have five. I forgot to mention at the top of this thing that um, we made a little agreement. Corey and I promised not to do swears or try not to do swears. Because uh, Josh does not do swears, and he promised he would try not to say anything too weird or gross or like offensive. Yeah, I don't do swears. Um, no plural yeah. swear. That's right. That's right. That's fine. Well, so that photo that we're talking about, um, <laughs> it is very strange. I'm in a, I'm in a very sort of graceful ballet yeah. pose. Corey is kind of like in your classic like kind of girlfriend scenario where he's sideways kind of show off the goods and he has his hand on my chest and he looks really happy and then josh i don't know what you're doing because you're in the background and your hands just straight up down <laughs> your pants doing something I, but yeah. i think that was right before we were like 19 or whatever and we took a cross-country road trip which was like the first time we'd ever done something like that and i remember we were sitting i think maybe in my car or something at my house and it was raining and we were all like depressed because we either had broken up with our girlfriends, which at the time Corey was your sister, and I broke up with her because she told me she didn't believe in dinosaurs, and I was like, okay, we're done. Um, and then Josh, you'd broken up with someone, and Corey, you were just still single as crap, and um, 
then I, th- I can't remember what happened. But anyways, we were all like depressed. It was like springtime. So we decided that we were going to quit our dumb construction jobs and uh, take a road trip like from Ohio to California. And I remember another day when Josh, who you had actually the best job of us all, but you worked for your girlfriend's dad, ex-girlfriend's dad, so that wasn't really ideal. Mm. But you did make a lot of money. Um, I think we, I think we had maybe forgotten about the pack. But you came in and you were like, "I did it, guys! I quit my job." <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Yeah, we realized that's really irresponsible." So we didn't do that. Yeah. And you were pretty mad about that for some reason. I don't know why I'd be mad about that, really. But because then I come back, I don't have a job. Oh, like a job. But the good thing, yeah. but the good well, thing with Joshua is, is that like um, he didn't have to pay for gas or anything for his car. Or it's not not a hundred percent true. Or clothes. Not hundred percent true. Kind of, kind of. It is. Though. We grew up. We all grew up like pretty poor in a small in a small Ohio town. And Josh, you kind of did as well, for the most part. But you definitely seemed like the rich kid of our group <laughs> um, until we met our other friend Josh. But what I do think, because I think about this, I remember, like, going <laughs> to your house, and um, it's like you were destined to be a, a just snobby, spoiled rich kid, <laughs> you, but you weren't, but you wanted to be. Like, in spirit, you were. Because your dad, for some reason, was selling Segways. Yeah. I have no idea why, but you had one, which they were, like, Really new at the time, actually, so it was kind of crazy that you had one. I think and like, I remember yeah. you were like, dude, come over here. I want to show you something. And I go to your house. <laughs> and I don't know how long you've been waiting in your garage for me because I wasn't, I probably wasn't over there at least for a half an hour. And it's like you waited till I got there just so you could come zipping out of your garage in your Segway with your little stupid little glasses on and stuff. Just acting real snobby, <laughs> circling me. Don't, don't forget, talking I had about like how a, much bet. I had like a, a suede sailor's jacket on or something it was yeah uh, you had like yeah some kind of like prep school jacket on or something <laughs> and then you were like just you're just play, just being this nerdy snobby dude and you like um you're like bragging about your segue and how your daddy bought it for you and all this stuff and you're like and then you go to your garage you don't get off the um you don't get off the segue but you like or struggling because you're trying to open the garage door <laughs> while but you're not wanting to get off the Segway. And you're like, my daddy drives a Jag. And you open the garage door and your dad had actually just bought a Jag. <laughs> and no offense to him because I know he's a big fan of the podcast and will probably hear this, but it's kind of a piece of shit car. Like it wasn't like, excuse me, it wasn't like a nice car. <laughs> um but see, you still owned it because I, I, you just wanted to be that spoiled rich kid so bad. <laughs> and I, one of the funniest things, sorry, I had to kind of put this in context for a second, for anyone that's listening that doesn't like know you, which is everybody. Um, y- your, your mom saved everything. Like, yeah. we've described her as being a very organized hoarder, more or less. <laughs> yes. That's okay to say? <laughs> it's okay. Um, and so, and your house is just like, it's kind of like got all these different little rooms and I remember you uh, you needed to go inside for, like, I don't know, a glass of orange juice or something. <laughs> and you, ref- again, refused to get off the Segway. And I remember you trying to get into the sun porch and then get into, like, this really crowded, like, barely enough room to walk, like, <laughs> library room that's in the house you grew up in. And your mom's there yelling at you, like, Josh, get off that thing, get off that thing. And you're just slamming, basically, back and forth, <laughs> trying to get away and, like, get the thing turned around. And... It was one of the funniest things. Um, one of the funniest things. And I don't know why this is, but uh, I know I'm kind of dominating the conversation right now, but this is probably not really going to make sense to anyone that's hearing this, but I remember, Corey, when you lived with me and I was already beginning to hate you pretty hard, <laughs> um, we were working this construction roofing job that Honestly, we were the worst employees because we would like not go to work half the time because uh, we didn't want to and stuff yeah, we like were that. Bad. But um, I don't know how like we no other bad. employer would have kept us ever. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely not. Um, but we w- we were working somewhere, and our job that day was to tear down this old like falling apart <laughs> building, <laughs> and there was like old stuff in it, um, and 
so we were kind of finding like old pots and pans and stuff like that. And I found this thing, like, they're so stupid. It's like when, whatever it's called, when people like put layers of colored sand in like a jar, like in a certain order, it's really stupid. They're, <laughs> normally it's really stupid. It's art. But I found this one that was this really small bottle, but it had been layered so precisely that there was like a moon and stars and palm trees and a house. And it was like really detailed. It kind of blew my mind for real. And I was like, Corey, oh my gosh, check this out. And you looked at it and you were like, sincerely like, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then you're like, oh well. And you just throw it over your shoulder and <laughs> smash it against the, the wall of the thing. And I think it's maybe because you don't have a personality or a soul um, or whatever, but it just was really funny to me. And I laughed really hard. But that day did kind of turn to anger because later that day, I discovered, uh, well, firstly, you were wearing my underwear for some reason. <laughs> and, I, and I had like five pairs that were identical, so I had to get rid of all of them because I wasn't going to mess with that. <laughs> and then at one point, and you knew this, you knew that I am sensitive to poison ivy, and I w had been, there was this big vine on the side of this building that we were tearing down, and I was chopping it with a hatchet, and it was like... <coughs> Like, things were splashing on me. Like, I was like, what is this? And you were, like, there, like, you were there, like, just being, like, your typical, like, D-bag bully dude. You're probably drinking, like, a milkshake or something, just watching work. And I'm like, what is this freaking crap? And you're like, you know that's poison ivy, right? And I was like, no. You know, why wouldn't you tell me? And you're like, because I don't get it. And you grabbed a chunk of it. You're like, see, check this out. And you grabbed a chunk and you rubbed it all over your nipple for some reason. Anyway, <laughs> these are just a few of the reasons why we ended up hating each other. Well, there was, all right, was there a point, like, throughout the whole time that we've hung out with each other, we're like, oh, man, I'm glad Corey's my friend. <laughs> oh, did I, oh, did I ever think that, like, even one time? Honestly, <laughs> I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I, I think Corey's about to cry. I don't know if he's laughing or crying right now. Well, um, okay, I, well, I, I can guilt is finally list a few here. Of, okay, I can list a few of, the, of my top moments <laughs> of our friendship. So when, what was the moment that, like, you were just, like, like, the moment, the first moment where, like, I don't absolutely hate this kid, I might actually kind of in some way have a connection with him? Was there, like, was there one moment that, like, you, you figured that out? No, that never really happened. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, I if can't. he didn't, if he didn't live with you, um, would you? Would I? Would I? And we worked together. Would I have ended up hating him less? No, no. I mean, would you have ever actually ever hung out with him if he didn't like live in your house? Like, did you ever actually like call him up and say, "Hey, you want to hang out?" I don't know how that happened. I think I was just there for a while. I was just like always there. Yeah, I mean, I would call him up and be like, "Corey, where's my iPod?" Or <laughs> Cor <laughs> whatever I would say I mean some of my top memories would be when we first met um, Corey you came over to hang out with me and Josh I think it was at my old house um, and I, I don't know what we were doing but we were like listening to music and Josh and I we didn't know you at all but we knew that you were um, pretty wimpy at the time and we were too but you seemed like you kind of already seemed like you were dying or something. And we started yeah. just like, for some reason, like just we were kind of tapping the beat to the music. But then we started tapping like on like you, like on your head or something. <laughs> but then it just evolved into us just basically slapping the crap out of you. And you yeah. were sort of half laughing, half crying and couldn't do anything about it. And I think that's really solidified our friendship more or less. I think that's, yeah, I think that's one of the favorite moments. That's when I, that's when I figured like you guys are my like real friends. I think some of my favorite memories with you, Corey, they're not probably what you're thinking, but um, definitely that one where we first met you and we kind of slapped, slapped the crap out of you, but you know, in a fun way. That's actually one of my um, favorite memories, honestly. Like, <laughs> that's the most physical touch Corey's uh, ever and then, gotten in my life. Probably, probably. I'm not even yeah, saying probably. That's the most physical, like, yeah, phys from any human being in my yeah, life I've ever yeah, had in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that actually completely. Yeah. Um, probably second favorite favorite moment is um, what we were talking about earlier when you knocked yourself out at the beach 
animals drown. Um, that brought me a lot of joy for some reason. But maybe it's because I was standing there with a, a hand all bandaged up and stuff. Oh, man. Um, I'm trying to think of a third favorite moment. I don't think I was there that day, but I heard you fell off a roof one time. I did. He did, um, yeah. I wasn't there either, but he yeah. came back to my house, and he was the most happy person. I don't know if he was excited that he didn't die or what, but he yeah, was so he had like a, happy. He had a revelation because he had a near-death experience. I remember um, another time, Corey, when you lived with me at my mom's house, um, we were, I think it josh's house or something and you thought it'd be funny <laughs> excuse me to come over park your you had this really piece of crap truck for some reason and oh, you parked man. it at josh's then you stole josh's car and you <laughs> hid it somewhere in our town Jerks. and that was funny for like a day but then you just decided to keep josh's car because it was much nicer than yours and <laughs> You had it for like a week, and Josh had to drive like a couple hours to work every day at the time, or like an hour yeah. to work or something. And I remember Josh coming back to my house he, after work. He comes to my house and he's livid. And Josh doesn't really get mad, really. And he's real mad. And he's like, "I'm sick of this. Corey won't give me my car back. I'm over it." He's like, "His truck is such a piece of crap. Like it leaks exhaust into the cab, and I basically had to like take a nap on the way to work." I was like, that's really unsafe. That's how you die. Um, he's like, I'm mad. Let's do something to Corey's truck. He's like, let's paint it. And I was like, I'm down. Um, and so we go to Josh's house and we paint the whole truck. We paint rainbows and dolphins and hearts and flowers. And this really weird looking creature I painted around the gas tank that I realized later looked like a vagina, but I didn't really mean to do that at the time. Um, but... So I remember I'm, I have this, this I think was your first actual car you ever bought and we were painting it like yeah. real true friends. And I had the spray can like in my hand and you called and I answered and you're like, hey man, this is stupid. Let's just switch our cars back. And I was like, okay. And, you, and you're like, you guys better not be doing something stupid like painting it. And I was like, what? No, I do that. remember that. I remember specifically thinking that too. I don't even know why I thought that. I was like, this is too easy. Like, why are they, why, why is it look like this right now? As <laughs> well, the kind of the disappointing part was um, you had like mono or like all your SCDs or something were, were flaring up or something. Uh, so I remember we does my, gave you that's the my pre STD like, era. Okay. Okay. Pre-TD. Pre-TD. <laughs> well, you had something was wrong with you because we showed up with your car and you were just like, whatever. I'm too tired to even care. And so you drove around with your truck like that for a few weeks. Um, and then we painted it again, something else. But to be fair, though, there were actually some manly elements about that paint job. I mean, dolphins are beautiful creatures. And I... Do believe that we painted two male dolphins on the hood of your car. Um, and then, I mean, you had a vagina painting over your gas tank, so that's also kind of manly. I don't know. Yeah. I think we actually kind of do you a favor, probably. We probably did. I definitely think it was an... Well, first of all, it was an improvement for the car because we spray-painted over the rust. Don't forget that. Right. Um, it wasn't and... a nice car, to be honest. That's about all I have to say. Okay, I'm done. Very cool. Uh, so when we made the pact to quit our jobs and take this road, well, so back to when we quit our jobs to drive to California, the reason why we made a pact to quit our jobs was because secretly we were going to move to the Grand Canyon. And then we decided, <laughs> that's stupid. Obviously, we kind of came to our senses. And we decided to move to California and work on an orange farm. Mm -hmm. And um, we decided we were going to do that and not tell anybody. Just go out there and just not come back. That was the plan that we made. Um, I don't really know if that... I guess that probably changed before we even left. I do remember, um, I guess, me and you, Corey, getting really mad at Josh because uh, we all had different responsibilities. Um, I don't remember what mine and Corey's were. Probably something really easy. But it was Josh's job to get the van that we're going to take checked out by the mechanic. And 
Corey, we went at one point to Sam's Club or whole whatever Costco or something. Yeah. To buy supplies, but we like didn't know what to get, so we just got a bunch of Gatorades and a bunch of Frappuccinos. Pretty much, basic, pretty much oh, a, a bunch, bunch of, of yeah. It's just like a bunch of just junk food, and but we did have Gatorade yeah, we and we did have caffeine, so like that's all we need: caffeine, junk food, and Gatorade. You, hydration, yeah. caffeine. You hydration, also had caffeine, the fruit sure. pushes, which had the vitamin C to keep us. You know, keep uh, you guys. So actually, healthy. we had a pretty a pretty well rounded diet prepared. Yeah. And we, you know, we got this stuff in bulk, so we spent, you know, <laughs> probably like fifty dollars. Yeah. Um, so that's good. That's awesome because we were like, we're gonna be out in like you know out west forever, and like we fifty dollars. Well, we're gonna be making so much money yeah. when we move to the Grand Canyon, obviously. Like it was guaranteed. Um, it was, like we knew we knew for sure this was gonna happen. Like we were gonna just. Oh yeah. Make it out there for sure. Yeah, I think that was, that was for sure we're going to be fine. But I, I remember, you know, I don't know if Josh was bitter because we kind of tricked him into quitting his job or, like, whatever. But it was only a couple of days before we were supposed to leave, and he says, I'm not going. And also, <laughs> I think the van was maybe his or something. So we were like, uh, maybe you something go, his? You, you mean, <laughs> maybe it's mine? <laughs> what? Uh, you guys, <laughs> what was the deal? Like, did you even have a car back then? I don't think I yeah, did. Yeah, I did for sure. Maybe I didn't. Corey, maybe it was Corey, but I don't anyways. think I did. Anyways, continue. That's Carlos. <laughs> well, I remember going to your house, and I think you had friends over at the time, but me and Corey were pissed. We didn't give an F. You were, like, hanging out with friends, and we come up, and we're like, I don't even know what we said, but we were like, Josh, get the van checked out. We're leaving in three days. We didn't buy all this friggin' Frappuccino for no reason. <laughs> it's not going to go to waste just because you don't want to go to California. And you're like, no, I don't care. And we eventually did uh convince you to do it and we did take the trip and we actually ended up having our another friend tag along yeah. also named josh oh, hold, um, hold up there real quick okay you know that that last minute inspection you know how much that cost me for the guy to check the tires and maybe like the coolant it cost me 300 nothing because you no it cost me 350 dollars <laughs> being dumb i didn't know oh, that's a terrible price now that i'm an adult Anyways. Yeah, well, the thing was, Josh, is like we said before, you were the richest kid out of us three, and mm-hmm. you also, you wanted to be the rich kid, so if you want to be the, if you want to <laughs> talk the talk, you got to walk, walk the walk. Exactly. So obviously we'd make you pay for stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I made you pay for half of that road trip out west for me. Yeah, well, Corey, to be honest, that's sort of, you kind of have that mentality all the time. Like when you <laughs> stole my ancient iPod, that was your uh, excuse as well. Well, you guys were all and you guys all had more money than I did, so that's yeah. I just felt that was fair. Okay, but, and, and but I, I felt like in my picture, mind, I felt like we were a, both. <laughs> go ahead. We but we still grew up uh, not wealthy. Yeah, Actually, really, but I was. Grew up I mean, I was not, like ghetto. Yeah. I was ghetto. Like lived in the ghetto, not wealthy though. You live in like the country. You were, which is, but that is also like kind of where you developed your street swagger. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, you're the most non-white white person I know. You just have that swagger, I guess. Yeah, I'm the mo- I, I, really. I feel like I'm pretty white for being a white guy. Uh, no, look at you. I was actually. You know what I said before about you being having swagger, Corey? I was actually that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's the opposite. <laughs> I get it. Remember, now. remember before when? I, remember when I before I said how we first met you? Your skin was almost see-through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember also before when I was talking about how not like how little coordination you have and how you knock yourself out at the beach. <laughs> these yeah. are the kinds of things that could maybe like lead you to understand that I was yeah. joking. These are these are before. white people traits. I don't I don't get it. Okay, well we'll just keep going from that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't even know. I don't, some it, weird things happened on this trip to California. Definitely. I know. See, like Corey, I know you were probably a bad city kid, but Josh and I were perfect little country angels yeah. um so we never did anything bad we never we didn't we never know what bad was to, technically yeah we weren't going to like cigarette parties or like <laughs> doing uh yeah. doing beer or like uh we weren't we even ne- like we were just like we probably weren't even doing tv to be honest we probably didn't even watch that i mean we were doing tv but we were really Secretly. only watching cartoons because we didn't get to watch them when we were uh, younger or probably like Little House on so the Prairie. So even then, a Little House on the Prairie for you guys. We weren't, we weren't doing like adult TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, but, no um, PG thirteen. 
Well, I do remember one time, Josh, uh, I think it was when maybe, I think it was when my parents were like going through their divorce or something. Um, I was staying with Josh at his house, which we didn't really do that. We didn't do like stayovers. Um, also because we just lived like two seconds from each other. But we, we stayed up really late watching this movie. It was like a, I think it was like a horror movie, but I think we just watched it because I think whatever actress in it like uh, showed boobs. Um, and so we watched this really scary movie for like probably like two seconds of boobs, to be honest. And I don't think we even slept that night. <laughs> I don't remember what the movie was, but it really freaked us out. Um, I do remember. So that was like our first experience probably watching something that wasn't a cartoon. I don't, I don't uh, wait, so back it. to this you, trip because like, you remember? No, we don't remember what it was. Just you know, how long ago that was. was some... <laughs> Plus, we were we were shocked by boobs. <laughs> it's like a. It's... I mean, it was cool. It was great, <laughs> but like the first time you see boobs, it's like it's an, it's amazing. Josh, you don't have to comment. Because <laughs> you're married. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you've never seen boobs until you were married. Well, I mean, Josh is the one with three kids, which. <laughs> Technically, is sort of like the clearest indicator of how many times you've done it. Um, three times. <laughs> so, like, he's done it at least three times, probably maybe more. Three um, times more than either I mean, of us, probably. Uh, you guys well, are still virgins, right? Yeah, speak for yourself. Absolutely. What's that? Well, well, to be honest, um, there's really no evidence supporting that Corey is not, other than the fact that he has almost every STD there is. <laughs> I yeah. can't think of any other way he would have gotten those, but... Good point. <clears throat> you can get STDs by touching people as well. Okay, well, remind me never to touch you again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but... Um... Or kiss you again. <laughs> oh, that brings um... up that. Yeah, let's... You know, before we do anything else with the out, out West and all that stuff, um, for how much you guys... For how much, Luke, you hated Corey for trying to steal your family, I didn't really see that... Um, when I walked in on you two guys wrestling in your wrestling in your thermal underwear, and I don't know if you well, do you want to tell this story or should I just keep going? Um, because well, I remember it pretty vividly. Really, I, I feel like we can hear your point of view well, about it, like how you saw the whole thing. Okay, Josh. yeah, we'll see, Josh. You kind of misread the whole situation. First of all, there's nothing, not anything to say. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is kind of typical, probably. Uh, high schooler mentality we would curious make, you guys are curious we would make fun of no we would make fun of each other a lot um, about how do I say this we would basically just call each other gay all the time yeah <laughs> um, no offense Josh no offense Josh right but see I'm not gay <laughs> sorry Josh sorry dude well and that's fine if you are um, in your family it's just a total front that's fine but what was happening actually was anyways um the thing, okay so we just weren't i guess is cory and i obviously were very secure in our manliness and our sexuality and everything was fine um josh just kind of made us uncomfortable a little bit by being really kind of like over the top and so anytime we'd be like roughhousing or whatever he would want to join in and make us uncomfortable and so yeah at one point we we were trying to prove a point and so Corey had to kiss me a couple times or whatever on the mouth or whatever to kind of prove a point <laughs> about that whole scenario. That's basically no, it. No, 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 no. I come in the It's room. not weird if you're doing it to illustrate a point. Yeah, like it's not, it's not gay at that point. I mean, like I wouldn't say this now, but like back, in, like back then I'd be like, uh, which I did say I think. I was like, I kissed him on the mouth. I was like, Josh, stop being gay. This isn't gay. Or something yeah, along those yeah, lines. Yeah, no, I walk, in, gay. I walk in the room. You guys are full on wrestling in... I don't know. I don't remember if it was a onesie thermal or just the the pants. I think it was just the pants, which is I don't know which one's worse. But anyways, I walk in and I'm like I'm thinking in my head. I was like, this is this is the time that I can point out that they're really really the gay ones, not me. And then I think even before I could say it, and I'm about to speak. But then we proved to you. But then we proved to you that we weren't by kissing on the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that's, that someone that's... mentioned at. That really did kind of make me very sad was it was probably obviously definitely Corey's first kiss and it was only like my second or third, so that's always gonna be like on my record. You know what's sad is that like I'm pretty sure that was my first kiss. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Well, so, okay, then I'll, then Luke, I'll add that Luke, to the list of top special moments. Yeah, it wasn't a special moment, though. It was a really, like, not... Mar- I mean, like... But didn't it happen twice that day? I think... I think I, I didn't know. just I mean, say... Who's counting? Who's counting, really? I was. Because I was looking at you <laughs> You guys, would be counting. And you would I was be like, counting, and then, Josh. Of course you would be. You would be. Of course you would be, Josh. Like, we were not going to count because we don't care. No, yeah. Because we weren't, we weren't gay. Not a big deal to us. Yeah. It, what? And even if we were, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And, but of course, like... like worked, this, yeah. yeah. Uh, you bring it up all the time. You, like, always think about it. <laughs> I don't always think about well, it. Well, obviously, because yeah. you talk maybe, about it every maybe, single time. Maybe I just... Okay, maybe uh-huh, I'm still just a little uh-huh. bitter. Maybe just a little bit bitter. Would you say jealous rather than bitter? Wait, what do you mean jealous? I mean, like, like nothing you wish I kissed Luke? Maybe. Or, I or the other way around? No, I don't, I, never yeah. wish I ever kissed it you. It does sound like some I jealousy. have told Luke before that if he was a woman, I would marry him. That's different, because he would that be a woman. A weird... That's not gay. Can I be honest okay. with you real quick? That's a weird thing to say <laughs> for just two heterosexual best friends. That is a weird thing to say. Well, hey, you know, I really appreciated your friendship. You were my only friend. <laughs> I, see, that's that's the sad truth of me. I was the lonely rich kid. So it was the lack of the <laughs> lack of uh, a lack of choices, I guess. So it's like I wouldn't marry you because you're because you're the only person I know outside my family. It wasn't. Let me clear something up for the record. Um, I can't, I guess, speak to now, but uh, Corey doesn't have all the STDs. Probably doesn't have any of them. Maybe he has some of them. I don't know. And Josh was the richest kid in our group, but he was still very like poor. Um, yeah. We grew yeah, up in we a were. small, tiny. He was rich, poor. I somehow, would, like it, it was. We were thrifty. That's going. Yeah. Were we talking about the thrifty people earlier? Yeah, the condoms. So we're. I'm from the thrifty group of people. Thrifty people that spend all their money on Segways and rusty Jags. all right so we made some bad choices but you know how fun that segue was do you remember us jumping taking it off ramps that was yeah and it wasn't an off-road one it was like a it was a city slash indoor one (laughs) but in the grass well okay so there's a couple things and i think we've chatted about this before because i wanted like a few things that happened on that first time we ever drove cross country to california which i think any young youth should do that at some point or when you're older what does it matter everyone should take like a cross-country road trip it's pretty yeah, fun yeah it was good, good um good. and we did we did take that old van and it only broke down twice but luckily we had brought our other friend josh who was actually rich and yeah, um he was rich. it was super good to have like poor rich and a rich rich person yeah because you don't don't forget that i was the only one checking the oil in the van and about every hundred miles i had to put in two quarts we would have been all right so, without you i'm just saying like if we had the I, I actually was the glue i had no idea well um <laughs> i think you, I, I didn't know that you did that until like okay. years later until you start telling me about that i was every time we went to a gas station i was checking the fluids and adding oil how can you you know why you couldn't notice it well josh you, you were you probably, probably you must not done a very good job because we broke down twice and we put it on the other josh's dad's credit card and never paid him back but let's let's go back to a few things that happened on that first road trip we took <clears throat> to california because um it sounds bizarre, and like I already said, we were really good kids, except for, um, well, me and Josh were good kids. Anyway, because when I tell some of these stories, people think, like, we were on drugs or something. We were. Yeah. Or doing None alcohol of us or something, which we were not. Drugs or on, we didn't, I don't think any of us even drank. Yeah, I don't think any of us drank. There was one person that smoked, and I will not name him, but he wasn't Corey, he wasn't me, or he wasn't you. It, Oh, uh, was it Josh Manna? Yeah, Josh that was Manna. him. Was Josh yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say his name, but... Okay, hey, Josh, if you're... Uh, waiting for Luke to call. He's calling right now. Um, I'm not sure why that keeps happening, but um, it's probably because you're not um, on the uh, Verizon Unlimited plan with me, saving a bunch of money. I just wanted to... Maybe that's kind of like a segue into that. We can start talking about that on the podcast. Okay, well, I know I told you you could talk about that, but I actually was just saying that, so you'd stop texting me <laughs> about a dumb, unlimited, anytime weekends, nights, and anytime phone plan that you're trying to get me to join with you or whatever. I mean, I'm sure it's a great deal. It's more than less really what you pay now. To... It's good. More than less what you pay now. Um, actually, we're... It's got... more than... What? It, okay, if you look at how much you pay, you're paying 100 and something right now, 110, and then you, you would be paying 30. That's um, $80 you'd be saying, which is 
more or less than you're paying now. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, anyway, um... I just... Okay, so back to this road trip we took when we were, like, 19 to California when we were going to move to the Grand Canyon work on an orange orange plantation or whatever. (laughs) So we did that. That was the first time... Well, yeah, we were... That was the first time to California in general. Um, Then we decided, um, the other people that we were traveling with, which one of them was my sister, one was... um, Katie, who I used to be married to before. That's kind of how we met. Um, and we decided to go meet them up in, like, mid or northern California. But we dri- we were driving. I don't know. I guess we were driving Highway 1 most of the time. Um, I just remember we saw zebras running around in the wild on the side <laughs> of the road for some reason. Um, <laughs> Wait. We, Do you remember that? It went no. from being I don't remember the zebras. Sunny. What are you talking I about? I do. Okay, go ahead. Let's, I mean, well, Josh remembers like a a soda machine at the stop, of the, uh, like in the middle, in the middle of, the field. of the field by itself in like yeah. Do you remember that? I told that. See, I I clearly I, remember I told that. that to people, and they were like, "It sounds like you guys were on something." And I mean, maybe secretly, maybe we didn't they know. slipped something into our tacos in Tijuana, but um, we could have yeah, we in were, it was really nice and happening. sunny, and then we like it goes from being really nice and sunny. To these like really foggy dark woods that, yeah, like looked so spooky we didn't even want to keep driving in that road like we're, we just we like had to. drove into a cloud is what it was like it, it was, was like a cloud like it was like a wall of just like straight cloud yeah, yeah that's all yeah, yeah. and, that's... and um, that's when we saw like the soda machine in the, it was in the middle of nowhere in this little in this field I guess this was before we had, like, cell phones or camera phones or cameras. Or maybe it was before photography existed. We, I don't know why we didn't take a picture of it. Well, um, we didn't have, also, we didn't have like, I don't think we even had cell phones with cameras on them, man. Like, honestly. Yeah. Like, we didn't have a GPS. We didn't have a map. Oh, we had a map, of course. We didn't have any, like. Oh, yeah. I remember we had the map. Because oh, yeah. Because Josh. Job to tell us. Yeah, Josh tried to tell us it was, like, one hour to get this place. It, it took said, us eight hours. It said an inch was 100 miles. I measured what I thought was the inch about, you know, He's like, hey, times, hey we'll, be there, we'll be there in, like, 20 minutes. Eight hours later, we're yeah. still driving. You were only wrong by, like, 800%. Hey, hey, it was a good time. It's a good memory now. And I felt like we were going to die, honestly. That's I, right. I Is that like, when Luke was driving? I think Luke was going to well, kill us. And but well, I was speaking, honestly like almost, I was in between being scared and like so mad at you for like saying that was only gonna be ten minutes <laughs> or whatever until we get to the place. Okay, well speaking of almost dying, let's talk about the time that I saved the whole group. Do you remember that? <laughs> nope, actually, uh, don't. I don't. I don't remember. Okay, well we went to Sequoia Forest and um, we were walking around and we, I think half our group got split up, so there's half of us walking around and. Um, Josh, I guess you probably didn't see it right away, but there was a bear in the woods. And I oh. said, Josh, go like go yeah, run over yeah. to those woods no, and I'll take your picture. No, so. no, hold up a second here, because you did not save us. You can take back your your uh, hero title, because you just told your well, friend I had that, to no, go well, into the woods. I, okay. Continue. I right, only had a slingshot, though, so if, we would, if it would have attacked us, I would have been the one to save us, because I had bought that slingshot in Mexico the day before. So you're saying you're a potential hero that never acted on being heroic. I mean, I think, you know, if recalling how I sort of went into attack mode when Corey became a terrorist, I think <laughs> it's obvious that, like, that's exactly what would have happened um, if that bear would have attacked us, which there actually was somebody, like a park person on their way up. Uh, because there was bear sighting, so it was their job to come up and make sure all of the hikers were safe, which was us. And we later found out that they um, got flagged down. The bear patrol people got flagged down by our other friend Josh because he was just tired of walking. <laughs> so he made the bear patrol guy take him back to the parking lot. <laughs> so if we would have been eaten by the bear, it would have been our other friend Josh's fault. Um, and if we if we had been attacked and I had saved everybody, that would have been uh, I would have been the hero. So at no point. At, so at no point in time did you actually save anyone, like literally. It. I mean, not. <laughs> like you were in the you were in the position. If like something bad was to happen, that maybe on some you, off chance you, you were might gonna have you were gonna take somebody. your hand and swat at the bear in hopes. Well, how of... do you know? No, how do you know that the bear didn't just see the slingshot in the back of my pocket and then decide not to mess with us? 
I can't disprove that. I can't. I mean, I don't think you can prove it. So I, it's 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 a possibility. Um, I can't prove it, but I can't not prove it. So, so it must be right. I would say it's. Possi- I mean, it's possibly they say right. guilty until proven innocent. So wait. Um, okay. <laughs> this is, um, we sh- okay, we should wrap this up here in a minute. Um, I don't really know if there's much more to talk about. I mean, we've basically just been reminiscing about some old times. We haven't lived in the same state for like almost a decade, I suppose. Yeah, We're all three doing completely different things. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't matter. Well, it's been fun, guys. So, sure, <laughs> yeah. Let's, I, uh, okay, bye. Wait, what? 